This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Black Coffee is a podcast hosted by Kari Frazier and Frida Sampson Weekly. Weekly, Frida and Kari welcome guests to discuss the rich history of Black leadership, entrepreneurship, artistry, and social justice. My Natural Hair is a podcast that shares all the information you're looking to learn about natural hair. The movement, the styles, growing your hair naturally and meeting other people, part of the natural hair culture and movement. My Natural Hair is hosted by LaDonna Sims and Markeisha St. Clair from Hair Goals 313. Collectively, LaDonna and Markeisha have over 25 years of experience doing natural hair. The Detroit is Different podcast is about exposing artistry, business, ideas, and dynamic people, places, and things that make Detroit a mecca. Tune in weekly and subscribe to get the true stories from the people shaping the culture of an American classic city. Tune in weekly to the Piper Carter podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. The founder of We Found Hip Hop has a say on what you should know about culture with a balanced conscience. You're listening to the Ask Jennifer podcast on the Detroit is Different podcast network. All right, so I am here, Kari Frazier, Detroit is Different, the Ask Jennifer podcast collaboration, and Jennifer is off doing her thing, all things Detroit style, and I'm here with two of the vendors that also happen to be people that Jennifer's known their whole lives. So, please introduce yourself. My name is Isaiah. My name is Joshua. Okay, Isaiah, Joshua, what business do you all own? We own a gourmet catering company, and my name is Isaiah, and Yummy Brothers is a gourmet catering company that specializes in cakes, cookies, beverages, and yummy cuisine. Okay, all right. Now, you all look like you are, I don't know, probably a quarter of my age. How old are you guys? I'm 10, and I'm 8. Okay, 10-year-olds and 8-year-olds that are entrepreneurs at this busy affair. What made you want to start a business with cakes, cookies, and desserts for people? We, we started this business because like when we would go to um, gatherings and bake the cookies, people would say that they really like them. So our dad owns a company too, and then we went to him, and then we told him that we wanted to start our own business. Okay. All right. All Things Detroit. What do you like about this event, All Things Detroit? What we like about this event, All Things Detroit, because our mom was born in Detroit, and mm-hmm. this will give us an advantage to sell our merchandise. And also expand our company and then give Detroit a chance to taste our yummy cookies. Okay, what's your best-selling product? What do people buy from you most? Well, I can't just say one. All of them are the best-sellers, and I'll name some for you. Okay. Chocolate chip, triple chocolate chip, oatmeal, Oatmeal raisin, and that's all. Okay. What's your favorite? Um, my favorite is the turtle. Okay. All right. So when it came to like learning all of this, who taught you all this? Our mom. It was passed down from generation to generation. So basically, um, we got it from our mom's grandmother, kind of really. But our mom taught us how to bake the cookies. So. Okay. Did you all add any new products that you're selling today that you generally don't sell? Yes, we um, added pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice white chocolate. Okay. 
How is that selling so far? Uh, pretty good. Okay. All right. So, can you please provide info? If people want to get your products, how do they get in contact with you? What, what do they do? You can go on www.yummybrothers.com. All right. Thank you so much, and thank you for being a part of All Things Detroit. All right, back again, All Things Detroit, Detroit is Different, collaboration, and I'm actually with the person of the Ask Jennifer podcast. Jennifer Crawford, how are you? I am doing amazing. Okay. It's All Things Detroit Day, my favorite day, one of my favorite days of the year all the time. Well, you are looking fly and ready for war in the fatigues. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, it, it, the day started out really, really great, then it was really, really rocky, Yes. And then I'm just hoping for a, a finale that is just like even more amazing than how the day started. Okay. Well, I'm sure as it was finding parking was a to-do, getting <laughs> in here was a to-do, and so many people are happy buying different things. I'm in like the food area. Uh, I just interviewed uh, some young entrepreneurs yes. that you've known their whole life. Their whole life. My babies. Yummy brothers. Yes, the Yummy Brothers and more interviews to come. So as we think about today and what it looks like heading into the season, mm -hmm. uh, what does it bring for you to bring together all these different people just walking past us, some buying food, some buying wares, some buying trinkets, preparing for the holiday season? What does it mean to you? You know what? What I love most about this event, All Things Detroit, and not just because it's the holiday season, is that these people who are here, they are supporting small business. When you support small business... You are feeding families. You are supporting a dream. So these people are making a living, being, uh, doing something that they love. They're passionate about what they're doing. And to see all these people here supporting that, I mean, I've started this event with like zero dollars <laughs> and, this, and this movement and this journey. And uh, it just makes me feel good and really proud to see these thousands of people here just supporting small business. Well, that is beautiful. That's wonderful. As I've already been asked many of questions as if I'm on team and I've been trying to guide people like, look, man, go to the other shed, buy some stuff, take your monies out. Yes, yes. And you know what? We have everything here. I mean, if you're looking for gift sets for the holidays, if you're looking for cotton candy, if you're looking for furniture, handmade ceramics, I mean, where can you get all of that in one place? Well, definitely nothing from like a crafter's market, uh, all with unique takes. Uh, different things and a lot of the vendors actually came out expecting uh, a big crowd and a big to-do of what they do because many of them made things specific for this event. How does that make you feel? That makes me feel amazing. I, I, I mean, the emails that I get uh, about how this event has changed, I, someone actually told me like, you reaching out to Facebook uh, actually changed my life mm. and those are very strong, strong words and so to be able to change someone's life uh, I mean, I want to cry right now. <laughs> well, well, hold on as you are pulled in many, many places. I'm surprised we've had you for this little bit of time. I know. But of this whole operation, and there's too many people to name, mm -hmm. but just give us a little bit of the scope of if a person were to walk in, if you were to be a stranger, mm -hmm. where would be the first place you go as far as just tour people a little bit of a walkthrough of what's happened, all things Detroit, fall 2018? Well, if I was a person and I was just, uh, and not a, if I was a customer and, and the people that I would like to see, I love Mortar City Creations. I love their candles. Uh, I love Pop Daddy popcorn. Uh, you know, uh, Motor City barrels. Like, I would go to those specific places just to get, like, things from my home, 
grab me a little snack. And of course, I get me some oatmeal Yummy Brothers cookies. Okay, but the walkthrough. So would you start at shed one? Would you start over here? I would, I would start at shed three. I start at shed three. I hit my favorite vendors there. Then I go walk through shed four and get, my, get some sushi from street, uh, street Side Sushi. After I eat my sushi, I may stop and get me a little delectable because you know what? They're in the same place at the same time. I might be a little, a little greedy today. It's all things Detroit. And then I come into uh, shed five. I get me a photo from Picture Detroit. I get me some scones to, from uh, Wallace Scones to have with my coffee the next day. And uh, like I said, that Pop Daddy popcorn, you know, he has like some cool stuff too. And like, yeah, that would be, that would be my schedule. So would you be down here for an hour, two hours, three hours, four hours? What would your stay be? You know what? I'd probably be uh, down here for about a good three hours. Three to hours? To be honest, I'd be a, a good three hours. Good you know, three hours to meet and talk to the vendors, get an understanding of what they're doing, how they're doing it. Yeah, because I would want to. I want to know more about the people behind the business. I feel like that is what's so important. The people behind the business is actually what sells the product. When you know about the people behind the business, that is when you want to patronize them. Because I tell people all the time, something can look amazing, and that person could. It could be horrible. It could taste nasty. But we we buy it because it looks good, or that or or whatever. And then, but something can look not that great. But you talk to that person behind the business, and you say. Wow, her story is amazing. It's interesting. Like this is how she created this. She may it may not look that great now. It's a process, mm-hmm. but it could be great. It tastes great. Doesn't look that great, but it, you know. But you know more about that person, and you want to support them. That is phenomenal. Thank you so much. As I'm gonna get talking to many, many more of the vendors out and some of the people out here at All Things Detroit. Uh, Stephanie's there. I'm surprised she doesn't take like a million and one camera phone pictures <laughs> know, as well. Thank you, Stephanie, as one of the people helping this thing come together. And thank you, Jennifer. And thank you, Kari. Thank you, Kari, for being here. All right, still here in full effect. And right now, it's almost like I have my, uh, my classmate sitting next to me in the booth. You see BDQ sauce, and I'm smelling the aroma of it, and I am entrenched here at All Things Detroit. And looking forward to getting a bottle from this gentleman sitting to my right. All things Detroit. Detroit is different. Still here. Ask Jennifer. Please introduce yourself in your business. Hello. hello. Um, thank you for the introduction. You're probably smelling the garlic that's in the sauce. But okay. uh, I'm Brian Davis. Uh, okay. I am the BD of BDQ Sauce. Okay. All right. So that makes sense. BDQ. BDQ. That's right. All right. All right. And the D is the difference. Okay. Right? I like. I like it. It's not, it's not Brian Davis. <laughs> right. It could be both. Either That's or. right. That's right. I like it. I like it. So barbecuing. Are you, have you been a pit master like your whole life? No, not at all. I love to cook. I've been cooking for a long time. Just, you know, putzing in the, in the kitchen. I've uh, been making the sauce for almost 30, well, I think over 30 years now. Um, and just a few years ago, we, we started to uh, market it. Uh-huh. And as Jennifer had uh, an event, um, it was our first major event, and that was the spring of 2016. That's good. That's good. So it's just people kept coming over your house, 4th of July, like, yo, I got to get this stuff. More and- than that. My, my daughter, as she was growing up, all of her friends, I'd give them, uh-huh. everybody would save their Gatorade bottles. Oh, man. I'd make a big batch of sauce, and I'd pour it into the Gatorade bottles, uh-huh. and I'd give them some sauce. When they run out, they would call me up and they'd say, Brian, Nicholas won't eat his chicken strips without your barbecue sauce. I need some more. <laughs> True so who story. Who would have known? Yep, who would have right. known? So, um, 
that's the interest in, in doing this and expanding it. And obviously, people are liking it as I'm looking at the line develop and uh, people are entrenched in what you do. Uh, what made you choose to work with and come out to All Things Detroit? Well, um, as I said, we formed the company. It was actually in 2015. And as we were developing the company, my niece signed us up for All Things Detroit. Mm. She saw the uh, ad and she signed us up. We didn't even have our license yet to actually bottle it legally. And um, we jumped through all the hoops and made sure we got it. And, uh, we actually make it, made it here right uh, in you know, Shed 5 uh, in the kitchen. Okay. We're part of the Detroit Kitchen Connect. And um, that's how we started. And the All Things Detroit, like I said, that was our first event. And it was very successful. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? So any, uh, what, what's your best seller? What do people like most? Uh... So we have two flavors. There's okay. the original, which is pretty sweet and tangy it's it's a, it's a really diverse sauce um you know we, we say the d is the difference that's a tagline because it's a really different sauce it's something that you could really use not just on traditional barbecuing but mm-hmm. i have a lot of friends who will use it in stir fries uh you can use it as a sauce like for pot stickers uh mm-hmm. add it to a chili i have a, uh, a customer who actually puts it on his eggs every single morning mm. And then there's another flavor called Slow Kick. And Slow Kick is actually designed for people who are real sensitive to heat. I think a lot of people miss out on great food because it's too hot and it just blows their face off, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I used my mother-in-law as a gauge, and, you know, okay. she's real sensitive to heat, you know, okay. and it's like, oh, no, 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 that's too hot. So I, I'd get to a point, and I'd keep on adding a little bit more cayenne, and she'd say, okay, well, that's, that's good. And then I get to the next step. And uh, she says it's too hot. And it's like, okay, I know where I'm at. And that's how Slow Kick developed. Okay, so like the next bottle, we may have to have her name, Q. <laughs> right. <laughs> in the sauce, in that mix. All right, so with that, how do people get in contact with you if they want to reach out, if they want to find out more about the sauce, if they didn't make it today, but they want to uh, get it because they don't have the luxury of uh, Gatorade bottling up themselves? <laughs> So we do have a website. Our website is uh, bdqsauce.com. It's bdqsauce.com. Uh, you could also call us, 586-GET-ME-BDQ, and that's 586-GT-ME-BDQ. Okay. Um, we have a Facebook page. If you want to go on the Facebook page, we have a lot of information there, too. All right. Now, I'm, I'm making my decision because I'm about to send you with my debit card to get some sauce myself. So... You, well, are you choosing the slow kick or the original? What are you doing? You know, the slow kick is, my, is the more popular and that's my favorite. So I'm going to have my own bottle. I suggest you get your own as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. And back live, all things Detroit. Moving along in the different interviews as we see so many people walking by. Uh, we are in Michigan, definitely Detroit. So you see the winter coats, but people have bags full of different things from all things Detroit. And as we're talking about different things from all things Detroit, we talked food first, but now we're talking crafts. We're talking crafts. Please introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Rita. I'm from Crafty Life and Style. Uh-huh. We've been in business for about, we're starting our third year. Congratulations. Thanks, that's exciting. There's a lot of growth in those three years. I can't, I can't only imagine. I look, I look back and it's like, I used to think, that we were successful in the first year. And I look back and it's kind of like Fred Flintstone-like compared to what we're no, like it's now. it's like, wow, ain't this something? 
Ain't this something? Well, uh, the the goal of business, I personally think, is staying in business. Exactly. That is the goal. That is the goal. And uh, as we talk about that in crafts, what are the type of crafts that you all offer? Uh, We are woodworkers and creative stylists. And what we do is we try to hone in on the Michigan and the Detroit theme as Mm -hmm. far as like gift items. We do... Uh, craft beer caddies in the shape of Michigan with like four different finishes that are available. Uh, We also do whiskey shot glass caddies. Mm. We do wine caddies. But then we also do um, like wood ornaments in the shape of Michigan. We do magnets, coasters. Um, But that's just one half of our business. Okay. And now we have also another half that we have a love. uh, My husband builds furniture, but we also flip and restyle and refinish vintage furniture. Okay, so it's, it's more than like uh, the, the refurbishing. It yes. would be putting a new face. Yes, giving it a new life, okay. I would say. Ain't that something? All right, so putting these ideas together and turning it into a business, uh, what was the leap that you made that three years ago when it was like, okay, we can sell this. When people were coming over with their old tables telling your husband, hey, can you uh, help, help us, us out with- here? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, one of the first shows we did was like a vintage market. Um, okay. And we combined our gift items along with the furniture. Mm-hmm. So we're always a two-sided business. And we just we found this table and chair set at a, at a garage sale. Uh-huh. But we had the vision to strip it down modernize it because like that oak is really orangey yellow we made it a gray with like a whitewash finish mm-hmm. because gray is a neutral and I had no idea if it was going to sell it was just something that we were going to try and we re- reupholstered all the chairs mm. it sold in a hot minute I couldn't believe the doors weren't even open and we had a buyer so that was something. that was the leap there okay so <laughs> it was like okay we need to we need to do this. Exactly. So, so if somebody sees you coming up in their driveway, they're like, oh, man, this, this table may be worth something. Well, the thing is, we're like a drop-off center for all of our friends. They're like, do you want this? I'm like, sure. We never turn anything away. <laughs> There's always a buyer for something that we have. And I think okay. we try to finish things um, so that it can blend into today's home with what they already have. Okay. So with that... All Things Detroit. Why have you chosen to be a part of All Things Detroit? Oh, uh, I'm telling you, these are our people in Detroit. They, they come to shop. They come to support the local business people like ourselves and with Crafty Life and Style. And, you know, people don't shop at the mall like they used to. People don't, you know, they shop online, but they want to speak with the person that actually made the item. And that, it's like the connections. Jennifer Crawford's done an awesome job. We've been with her pretty much from the early days of all things Detroit. And this is the best crowd. There's a great atmosphere. Um, there's something for everybody here. And we really, this is like one of our best shows that we ever do throughout the years at all things Detroit. Okay, have you ever just stopped and thought to yourself like, all right, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that I have a free 30 minutes to go around myself and buy some stuff. That rarely happens, but I did this morning, and okay. I did do a loop around, because like like I say, I don't really shop out mm-hmm. on the economy. I shop at these events, and okay. I support my fellow makers and fellow entrepreneurs, and the people always ask me, where do you get this? I'm like, at these markets. I, I'm always supporting whether it's somebody that makes a sign or somebody that's making a snack or candles. I'd rather buy it here, because okay. they're just like us. 
we're kind of like, we have our own camaraderie, and we all support one another, and that's what it's all about. Well, that is great. That is great. Are there any new products that you brought out this this time for all things to trade for? Yes, we did. We have our reclaimed wood Michigan-shaped clocks. Hmm. They're battery-operated, and no two are the same because there's really no two pieces of wood reclaimed, yeah. that is the same. So right. we just try to – we do some on a diagonal pattern. Some are straight. We do stain some, but we try to keep it natural so that it can blend is like a neutral in any decor that you have. Okay. All right. And what about your best sellers? What's, what are some of your best selling items? Our best selling items are the craft beer caddies and our thirsty stone coasters. Okay. Because we can personalize those. Like, they're, 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 the stones are uh, absorbent, so they, have, they uh, absorb the moisture off of your drink. And we can. Uh, we can personalize those with a custom stamp that I do myself, or you can use initials. I can do your logo uh, or the 50 states. I mean, people buy them for, you know, especially the Michigan things. We find that people buy them for people that used to live here, and they want to remind yeah. them that they're from Michigan. Uh-huh. So it's almost like that item has functionality, and it looks good. Okay. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like it. It's not just like the coaster that, that I have where it's wooden. And then it'll it'll go through the wood. It's like ah, oh, that. Well, looks I can good. make you one. Give me your logo. I'll go yes. get it made up for you, and you can have your Detroit's different coasters. Uh, see, see this. <laughs> she's a saleswoman. I like it. It's when in you my all blood. Come to the studio. You all will see this coaster, and you all will be like, "Who did that?" And I'll be like, "I got people. I got people." <laughs> I guess it's in my blood. What can I say? All right. Uh, with that, how do people get in contact with you? Because I know they're going to be like, okay, who did this? Okay, well, it's very simple. We've branded ourselves. You can go on Instagram, Facebook, or on the internet. Just mm-hmm. look up Crafty Life and Style. Mm-hmm. It's hashtag Crafty Life and Style. It's craftylifeandstyle.com for a website. And then just put in Crafty Life and Style on Facebook. Just put that in and you'll find us. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Most definitely. All right, so still here, all things Detroit. Ask Jennifer podcast. Detroit is different podcast. Uh, welcoming more of the people making all things Detroit come to life. Please introduce yourself. My name is Alexander Clark, and I'm the founding chocolatier at Bon Bon Bon. Okay, Alexander Clark looks as if, oh man, you look like you're still in high school. In entrepreneurship, <laughs> young, vibrant, full of life. And giving people chocolate. Life is good. Life is really good. Yes. Yes. Life is amazing. So explain your business a little bit. I know a little because of what Stephanie Oh, yeah. So Bon 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 makes bonbons, of course. Okay. Um, But what makes them really special is what we put inside of them. So we really focus on on fillings, on flavors, on using Michigan ingredients, on using ingredients from far, far away that you'd never have a chance to have unless you ate it in a bonbon. Okay. Um, so it's a little bit of everything kind of all wrapped into one. It lets us collaborate a lot with um, a lot of other people here. So it's fun for us to be here, too, because you never know what product is going to be here that we can put in chocolate. Ain't that something? So you just run into somebody that's like, I'm making strawberry syrup with honey. And it's like, you know what? I have a vision with this. Yes, totally. I mean, how can you not? There's so many delicious things here that it's, okay. it's, hard, to, it's hard to not get excited about it. Okay, now what led you into this business? Like, how did you 
uh, start this off? Was this like something that you were doing like at the house one day? And it was like, okay, this is becoming real. It actually hit me like a ton of bricks. I thought, so my first job ever was at, at an ice cream shop. Okay. And I loved it. Family owned, it was a Dairy Queen knockoff. Like, loved this job so much. And okay. I thought I wanted to make ice cream. And my parents are like, just super alternative, loving, great parents. Like, I'm the luckiest girl in the world, you know? And they're like, great, you should. They really encouraged that dream. And um, so it got to a point where I, I was traveling and trying to learn as much as I could. And, um, and I went to this one chocolate shop, and I had one piece of chocolate. And it was the first time I ever had chocolate where somebody really thought through the experience you were going to have while you ate it. You know, everything from when it touches your tongue to the last taste you have in your mouth. Uh-huh. And when I had it, I just, like... I had never had a medium. I had always been really creative, but I had never been an artist because I had never found, like, a medium, like, my thing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I can draw pretty well. I can't paint very well. My mom's a welder. She's a ama- She can build anything, you know? My dad's a carpenter. And, and then I found chocolate, and I got right back in line. I got one more piece, and then I came out of the shop and had a complete emotional breakdown. I was, like, holding on wow. to the elbows. My friend's, like, seven feet tall. He's Kenyan. And I, I was just, like, holding on to his elbows and sobbing. I'm like, it's not ice cream. It's chocolate. Wow. And eight years later, I opened my shop. I did nothing but study chocolate for eight years. You're like, you're like uh, the scientific Willy Wonka or something. <laughs> like Wilhelmina Walker or yes, something. Yes, Wil- Wilhelmina Walker. It's like, it's That's like, me. It's like everything chocolate and, and thank God that there are people that study it. I just like to eat it. I, I don't know anything about the science of it. I just know that it tastes good. I'm here for you, though. Thank I got you. your science. Thank you. Thank you. And as we talk about that, what's your best seller? Our best seller is probably um, Better Butter Crunch, which is better made potato chips in mm. single origin milk chocolate from Ecuador with um, gray sea salt, French gray sea salt on top. Wow. So the sea salt kind of matches the crunchiness of the better made potato chips. And then you've got this like really outstanding chocolate from these cooperatives up in the Andes. And um, it's, I love something like that. I mean, if it's, there's a, is there anything that's more detroit than bringing, like, all yes. this good stuff together? Yes. It's just a lot of good things all wrapped into one. Okay, so, so you mix this, and then people are just going for it. It's like, I need those. Oh, those, those go fast. Like, <laughs> yeah, we restock the cases every morning, right? <laughs> and, and those are, like, if they make it till lunch, then we're lucky. Ain't that something. Yeah. All right, uh, for today, the fall, all things Detroit. What, what made you want to be a part of All Things Detroit before we even get into today? Detroiters. <laughs> I love sense. being around all of these other creative people. Like I said, it's exciting for us because a lot of these people turn into vendors for us, too. If we find something that we really fall in love with, then, of course, we want to play with it. You so know? It's, like, it's like you get to sell and you get to buy. This is yeah. like uh, the best of both worlds for you. Oh, absolutely. And hang out with like-minded people who are doing creative things and just... Mm-hmm. just you know, kicking ass and taking names in the small business scene here. I could not be more proud of, of the amount of support that entrepreneurs give each other here. That's, that's dope. That's so dope. What, today, the fall 2018, did you bring out anything new? It, are you unveiling something that people have not had in the mind of the chocolatier? I don't even know if that's... We just went on a whole new collection. So a yeah. whole new collection. So um, what's in it? Well, my favorite one that's in it is Lemon Bar Nun, which is right over there, and I've already eaten two of them today. Okay. It's based off of my best friend from growing up's mom's lemon bar recipe. Mm. These were, like, these were the lemon bars. These were the, like, can we just go to Kristen's house and hang out so maybe her mom will make, like, the lemon bars? Oh, man, you guys. And they've finally been made into a bun, and it's really good. 
Um, there's also Pudge Brownie, which um, it's a walnut and dark chocolate janduya, which is kind of like like Nutella, but made with dark chocolate and walnuts. And it tastes like just the fudgiest walnut brownie. No chunks, just like the flavor. Um, and it has this little guy on top that's pouting because, you know, Pudge Brownie. Ain't that something. And it's vegan. Ain't that something. See, like I say, you are like the Willamina Walker. <laughs> I'm going to go by that. I'll change the name on my coveralls. Yeah. I know, exactly. We're, we're Alex, no more. We're going to have to find a heck of an architect for your eventual factory. Oh, my gosh, you should come see. We're still building the factory we're in. We moved into it two years ago, and I was just there painting the back room. So it's still getting moved into. Okay, so will I be able to, like, <laughs> walk down walk down a long hallway and then turn around and I'll be in a whole other room? We'll, we'll work on that part. On that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to need you. I'm going to need your you. help. I'm, I'm with <laughs> that. I'm with that. All right, how do people get in contact with you? Bonbonbon.com, or you okay. can come visit either one of our stores. We have one right downtown Detroit, block away from Campus Martius. Mm-hmm. And then we have our shop inside of our manufacturing in Hamtramck, too. Okay. I, I definitely think I will be making a Hamtramck trip, but before then, I will be making a, a stroll this way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> convince Stephanie to uh, commandeer said bonbons. I could see that. I could see bonds in your future. Thank you. I think she and I can work that out. Yes. 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 See, all things Detroit, (laughs) all things possible. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Still here rolling. And it's it's a lot of sugar and sweet and everything nice as we've been interviewing different people here at All Things Detroit and the Ask Jennifer podcast and Detroit is different. And today I have someone else delivering the All-American style all-American flair in all things Detroit. Please introduce yourself. My name is Melissa, and I'm from All-American Canning Company. I make artisan jams and jellies. Jams and jellies. Oh, man. That's, that's, that's already something that sounds like people are clamoring for that here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I make, like, 80 different flavors. Like, okay, one second. All the jams still, and jellies. I'm still thinking through <laughs> with 80 different flavors. First, let's get into uh, what, what, what's one of your top sellers? What do people like? Uh, well, right now, since it's the holidays, people are loving the Christmas jam. It's okay. got uh, cranberries, oranges, and strawberries, and it's got a little bit of cinnamon and mm. clove, so it tastes like Christmas smells. Oh, man. I, I can only imagine. People are probably taking that and putting it on turkey when they get it. Oh, home. yeah. They just eat it out of the jar. Eat it out the jar. Now, that is some good jammer jelly. Yeah. That is some good jammer jelly. Uh, what led you into this? How, how did you get into this business? You know, I've been um, canning goods since I was little with my grandma. She taught me how to do it. I would do tomatoes and stuff like that from her garden. And then I just got into making jams one year, and I, all my friends and family were like, oh, you should just do this. And I was like, you know what? I will. Okay. So just having the confidence and doing this. And having a little bit of that spirit, mm-hmm. the grandma. What, what does your grandma think about it? Well, my grandma's not with me anymore, but my family is so, so supportive of me. They all love what I'm doing and carrying on the traditions from our family. Okay. All right. All Things Detroit. Why did you choose to come to All Things Detroit? Um, I did All Things Detroit in the spring, and I really loved it. All the people here are so awesome, and I just got a really good feedback from them. I make some unique jellies that people in Detroit love. I make Fago jellies, and I make a Werner's jelly. Oh, man. 
Yeah, those are those, those are some like of my top sell out sellers. here immediately. Absolutely, like the rock and rye fago jelly. I was just about to think to myself, like mm-hmm. a rock and rye jelly seems like it would be fantastic. Oh, it's awesome! But it's it so so good. Is no longer in stock right now. I think we got a couple jars left. Okay, okay. I, I will. I may wake my way to some rock and rye jelly. All right. As I've been wondering, what is in rock and rye my whole life? <laughs> I have no idea. People have been asking me that. Like, how do you describe that flavor? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. It's rock and rye. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, what is this? Uh, what are some other things that you play with uh, when you think about like locally uh, flavors and hits? Yeah, so like I source a lot of my ingredients locally. I go out to farms and, and, and buy from farmers. Um, I like to get as much Michigan produce in my product as possible. So I'll use like apricots from up north. I go out and pick raspberries. There's a couple of different farms that I go and, you know, get my fruit from. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So like just developing relationships with farmers, different people around Michigan, that probably works as a good sales technique as well. It absolutely does. So they help promote me, I help promote them, and we're all happy and working together. Hand in hand, hand That's in right. hand. How do people get in contact with you if they want to follow up? Um, you can find me online on my website. It's allamericancanning.com. Um, and I'm in all kinds of different shows around in Michigan. I come and do events like this. Um, and you can find me like on Instagram and Facebook and find out where I'm going to be next. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Still here. All things Detroit as the day is carrying on, talking to some phenomenal vendors, business owners, entrepreneurs, makers, and creatives, artisans, all types of people here doing different things in Detroit and in Michigan for all things Detroit. As I'm looking at so many people walk past, the families, all ages. I'm here with another interview. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Amy Coffee with Coffee Upcycle. Okay. Amy, it seems hand-in-hand coffee is something that all Americans <laughs> Well, we're hoping for that. We make uh, recycled items, furniture, and lighting, but we're known for our bags that are made out of recycled coffee bags mm. and recycled vintage military clothing and duffel bags. Okay. This business, how did you get into it? Well, the weird thing is, um, with our last name being Coffee, I saw a coffee bag with our name on it, obviously, and said, I think that that would be a cool bag. So I made one, and a year and a half later, we've made over 650, and we're carried in over 10 stores. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Okay, so this leap in, in, in making this leap, where your friends like, give me a bag for free. <laughs> they always come out of the woodwork. But yes. you help me, I help you. Okay. All right, so all things Detroit, what what drew you to this event? Um, I had been um, coming and visiting this, uh, never as a vendor, but as a patron, and was following Ask Jennifer, and just thought, this woman knows what she's doing and promoting small businesses. It's very hard for people uh, like myself to try to get out there and show our products. Um, So we did a couple of her uh, Beacon Park uh, concert series shows, Um, And to me, she is just amazing with the knowledge that she has to help get us to the next level. So I'd always, like I said, shopped here and thought, why not be a part of it? So Okay, so you are like the true story. You you went from a a customer and patron of all things Detroit to now a vendor, still customer. Like, how how do you, 
you know, stay focused on what you're doing and then not look over at the other booth like, I may need that in my crib. Well, I'm telling you what, darling, I already did my Christmas shopping this morning before <laughs> before the pre-sale people came in, so I got some good stuff. But I'm also about supporting, you know, the local vendors because to me there's so much talent out there and I find inspiration from them as well. You never know when you can find inspiration. And we've just been so blessed and met so many great people. Um, I love Detroit. It's amazing. Okay. Best-selling item. What's, what's one of your best-sellers that people just clamor for? Um, we sell out of our military tote bags. Mm. Absolutely. Hands down. I think we just sold another five of them. So uh, slim pickings. But everything that we make, obviously, is made by hand. All the liners are all different. We try to use as much vintage and authentic as we possibly can. And any of the embellishments, uh, I'm pretty much dumpster diving on my days off wow. as a nurse. Just trying to, you know, keep on, keep on. And so I, I just hope that people love them as much as we do. Okay. And all things to trade. Is there anything that you brought out today that was like a new? When you go to these different markets, do you, how do you gauge what to bring and what not to bring? Well, you know, I just kind of look at it that I don't sell or make something unless I know that I'm going to wear it myself. Mm. If I can't wear the item, then I don't want to make it because you have to love what you do. It's definitely a labor of love. A lot of hours and time have gone away from my family to go into this, you know, new venture for us. But uh, we just did a, um, a Ouija board, actually, that's Detroit rising from the ashes of the train station. It's a phoenix. Uh, that was my 3 a.m. woke up and I thought of a Ouija board. So that pretty much tells you uh, I'm slightly crazy. <laughs> oh, man, I can only imagine. It's like, like your family's like, oh, here we go. Like, there she goes how again. How are we going to do this? <laughs> My poor husband, but I tell you what, he's just so supportive. Mm -hmm. I mean, honest and truly, you have to have a good family background to support it. And my thing is, well, the only thing I could do is fail, but that's not an option. I just keep moving forward. So we've been blessed. I'm with it. As I always say, the success in business is staying in business. Absolutely. Absolutely. And with that, how do people get in contact with you, uh, find out more about the products if they're listening and obviously aren't here today, but like want their hands on this tote? Uh, well, we're um, on Facebook, Coffee Upcycle LLC. We also have a website that's just got up and running, so bear with us. We're putting new image on it, but like I said, we're lucky that as soon as the bags sell, there's not a whole lot of photos okay. to put up, so I just keep sewing at 2 a.m. But okay. Yep, so we have a website, and on Facebook, we're also on Instagram. Um, half of our business are special orders, so if anybody has military shirts that they want to incorporate into a tote or a man bag... We do that all the time, and it already has a gentleman's name on it. So it's pretty cool that it's personalized without me having to embroider them. So Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there we know. If you're in the service, you definitely need to uh, accessorize your life with something creative. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. All Things Detroit Ask Jennifer podcast. Detroit is different podcast. And we actually have a returning veteran of the Ash Jennifer podcast. Please introduce yourself. I'm Karen Gilmet with Natural Red. Okay, Karen, and what you offer as, it's a couple of different things, but something like that for here. What are you giving to people for all things Detroit today? So I have, um, I made some special scents that I'm introducing today. Okay. Uh, cocoa mint, mm. body butter, and sugar scrub. Mm. I also have added a couple other things to my line, um, like a different sense of deodorant, lavender, peppermint, to go along with my tea tree and, uh, or my um, lemongrass and unscented. 
Okay, along with that, just everything you offer, uh, self-care, beautification. Absolutely. All these different goods. Sure, personal care products. Personal care. Yes. And this, how did you get into this business and why All Things Detroit as a place to sell these goods? Sure, so I um, started making products out of my house, uh, out of mommy guilt because of all the chemicals that I was putting on my kids. Mm. And so I was trying to find things that were natural, that worked well, that I could afford, Mm -hmm. and I had a hard time finding that. And so I decided that I would just research, experiment, and make these products on my own. And so I did that for us, and then my ex-husband wanted a divorce. I had five kids that were 10 and under, so I needed money. Mm -hmm. But I I was currently a stay-at-home mom, I'm a former Detroit public school teacher. I didn't want to go back to teaching because my little kids were so little. So I decided that I would take these products that I made for my family and turn them into my company. Ain't that something? So if I if I walked into your basement almost any day, it may look like Bill Nye the Science Guy. It of will different things, <laughs> different products, yep. all natural. Yes. Uh, and researching this. In this background, how, how your enthusiasm led you into this? Did you ever have a knack for this already? And it's just like a spirit of just knowing that you want to make sure you're keeping care of your children the right way. So I grew up supernaturally. My parents used um, essential oils on us. Um, they would make, my mom would like make little, like, I want, don't want to say potions, but kind of like potions for us when we were sick, um, rather than like taking us like, you know, going to CVS and getting cough syrup. She would make something. And um, so when I had my kids, I was like, that's what I wanted to do too. I wanted to make things for them, um, but not on that scale. It's, I, you know, having a lot of kids is a lot of work. Yeah. And so I kind of got away from doing things naturally. But then, like I said, the mommy guilt started kicking in, and then I needed to do it. I felt like. And now, All Things Detroit, you offer these solutions that you give to the most precious people you know. Yes. To everyone else. Yes. So how how do people respond to your products and this all-natural lifestyle that you're offering them, kind of like insights of generations from your mom? Right. How how do people respond? People love it. It was um, All Things Detroit, the way I got started coming here, was um, when my company was brand new, uh, Jennifer saw my Facebook page. And she said, hey, I think your products would be perfect for this event that I'm doing. And I had never done um, a large event before, mm-hmm. and I was kind of nervous about it. I was like, man, I don't, I don't know if people are going to buy, because the other events that I had done in other areas, nobody bought my products. Mm-hmm. And I was like really discouraged and didn't know what to do. I had tried selling them online. I had tried pitching to stores. I kept everything I tried to do didn't work. So when Jennifer um, asked, invited me to come do All Things Detroit, I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a shot, uh, not knowing what to expect. And um, I sold more that day than I had sold um, in almost the entire wow. year before. So, wow. so in November, so it was most of the year, I sold more that day than I had. Ain't that something? It yes. was like, man, I should have made more today. Exactly. I was like, shoot, uh, <laughs> this out. is an amazing event. Okay. And so that's how I got started at All Things Detroit. That was three years ago. Okay. And then every All Things Detroit I've done since then. And they just keep getting better and better. Okay. Now, as you talk about better and better yeah. and what you have to offer, these people, definitely all makers and everything, are you inspired just by the energy? And do you come up with your ideas from like being in these spaces with other creators? 
so I love the energy. It's so, like, I'm friends with a lot of these vendors, and we mm-hmm. formed relationships after being, you know, working together for so, so many times. And, yeah, it is inspiring seeing what they come up with, seeing how they um, deal with the issues in their business. And um, I feel like the way I get my inspiration for, like, different products or twists is by getting feedback from other people around me, from my customers saying, hey, have you ever thought about making that in lavender or, you know, things like that. Mm. Okay. So people may be able to be like, all right, I got this natural this, natural that. That is a great response. That's a great response. How do people uh, get in contact with you if they want to find out about this or if they have some ideas? They're like, hey, I got a whole new idea for you or I want these essential oils. I have children. They're growing. What, what do they do? Right. So you can go to my website, mm-hmm. www.naturalbreadessentials.com. Uh, you can send me a message through there. I'm also on Instagram. At, at natural underscore red underscore. You can contact me through there. Or on Facebook, I'm at, at natural red essentials. And natural red essentials. <laughs> That's it. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm guessing that you're going to get back over there and more people will definitely want to find out about some of these new offerings that you have for today. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Perfect. All things to trade. Detroit is different in the Ask Jennifer podcast, all here, family affairs, having fun, getting different things from makers and artisans and whatnot. And I have another maker here right now. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Stina Alea. I'm an oil painter for the past three years, full time. Okay. Oil painting. What, what led you into that craft? Um, believe it or not, uh, I never picked up a paintbrush or pencil or anything, so I wasn't artistic at all. I was actually a really good athlete. Hmm. I broke my leg, um, and I couldn't go to class, so I got stuck in the art room. And from there, you know, my teacher kind of introduced me to art as for therapy, because, you know, going from like a high elite athlete to not being able to compete, I was really struggling with depression and stuff like that. So she turned me to art, and then from there, my career just kind of took off. I switched directions with my passion, and I've been doing it ever since. Okay, so when did you hit the switch to say, okay, this is therapy and something I enjoy, to I can, I can sell this stuff? Well, it was maybe two years ago, two and a half years ago, that I was making a lot of money for uh, someone else and their mm. business. And it was around being creative and things like that. So it sparked up my passion again to be creative and, and start painting again. And then the more I started doing it, I was like, this is, this is my calling. Every time something has happened, I always go back to art. So mm. I'm like, there's a reason for that. And I paid attention the last time, and, and then I just quit. Mm. I quit everything, and I just took a leap of faith and went full force. But I noticed that everything I was going through was taking me back to art, taking me back to art. So I decided that that was my calling and to go for it. All Things Detroit. What led you to be a part of All Things Detroit? Well, all of my family is here, so they, were kept, they kept telling me, like, more people need to see your art. You know, I do exhibit nationally, but there's a very small amount of people that you reach when you have shows in, in art galleries. I mm-hmm. mean, it's only, you know, only who's invited or sometimes they're private shows. So my objective with my art is to reach more people because there's a lot of stories behind my art that I think a lot of people could relate to and... So when we heard about the Eastern Market and all things Detroit, I just jumped online and started really, like, 
searching for things where I could reach more people faster. Hmm. And that's kind of how I heard about it, just online. And my first show was in May, and this is my second one. I had to come back. Okay. Uh, how have people been receptive here at All Things to Trade to your artistry? Absolutely amazing. I think um, just the fact, I'm also live painting at my booth, mm-hmm. so I think the fact that they get to see someone in action painting is, is really good because you can connect with the artist. They can see me doing it. They know I'm the one that's producing the work. So um, it's been good. It's been good. I've met some really great people. Okay. And when you decide to paint something live, what are you painting today? And does it, what are the factors that go into a live painting situation? How do you do that? Okay. So usually, so what I'm known for is portraits and figure drawings, Mm -hmm. figure paintings. Um, So that's always going to be my subject matter. No matter what you see, all of my paintings are going to have human body form or a portrait. And I usually go off of things that are very interesting to me or can convey the idea or feeling that I'm trying to get across. So today I picked um, a really interesting woman who the lighting was very interesting. Her hair is just big and amazing. And I just wanted to portray like a singular woman full of confidence that had unique beauty. So that's what I'm working on today. And, And, you know, so I bring my blank canvas and the minute that the you know, the early birds come in, I start painting. And then so from start to finish, they get to see see a painting. Okay. All right. All things Detroit, as far as what you're offering, what are, are there prints? Are there originals? Yes. What are you offering today? So I have prints. I have originals. Um, Jennifer was so nice to me to let me debut also my, my new candle company. So mm-hmm. I have a few of those too. So I have everything from from anything that's about, I mean, my cheapest print is five bucks all the way up to like expensive originals. So I have everything here. Okay. And if people want to get in contact with you, uh, how do they contact you to find out about your artistry, if they want portraits done, if they just want to see what you got? So my website is stinaalea.com. That's S as in Sam, T-I-N-A-A-L-E-A-H.com. And my social media is Tina Alea, S-T-I-N-A-A-L-E-A-H. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. All things Detroit still rolling away. Uh, Looking at so many people fill their bags with so many different things. I have another interview at hand. Please introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going? I'm Tina Tarikas, and I'm representing Hellfire Detroit. Okay. What interested you in providing these goods to everybody today? Well, it was somewhat of a happy accident. The owner of the company, Don, loves cooking and he loves hot sauce. Okay. So he decided that he was going to um, fire roast peppers and create hot sauce one year for Christmas gifts. Mm. And he had a dream that he owned a company called Hellfire Detroit. Mm. And that's how this happened. And that's why we're here today. Okay, I, w- I wonder what those people were like when they opened up their Christmas gifts and was like, oh, man, this guy, <laughs> this guy just got me. So uh, why did you choose to be a part of All Things Detroit? Honestly, we wanted to spice it up. Mm. No pun intended. It's a diverse crowd, and we wanted to bring something local that we made mm-hmm. to All Things Detroit. Okay, uh, what's, what's your best-selling hot sauce? Right now, we... We have two hot sauces that are about selling our habanero, which is really, really hot. It's insanely hot. And then people tend to like cherry bomb, which ends up being almost like a perfect kind of hot or heat. Mm. 
that you can add to a lot of different dishes. Okay, so uh, working with Don and everything, do you like get uh, secret stashes at home? And, and have you taken? Are, are you? Do you? Uh, are you not only a, a a person that works with the company, but do you use the hot sauces yourself? I use Cherry Bomb because <laughs> I am such a wimp when it comes to heat, uh-huh. and I have taste tested all of these, and the habanero like melted my face. Okay, so it is very hot, but um, I. I eat a lot of eggs. I cook a lot of breakfast. That's my favorite food. So adding cherry bomb to your scrambled eggs to me is awesome. Okay. Uh, what new products have you added to the mix today uh, for All Things to Trade Fall 2018? Um, I don't believe that there's any new products, but we do offer what we call our hot box number one. So it's all four sauces that you can purchase, and it's a really affordable price. And I think it makes a great gift. Okay. And along with that, uh, just if you know if somebody wants to follow up, get the hot box or find out about the cherry bomb. Uh, how do people get in contact with you and, and get the hot sauces and surprise their friends for Christmas gifts? Yeah, um, you can actually visit our website hellfiredetroit.com or you can email Don directly at don at hellfiredetroit.com. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, All Things Detroit, as we're coming to an end of our interview segments, but this has been a fun-filled day, meeting with all types of people, backgrounds, ages, uh, and different makers doing different things for All Things Detroit. Have another person right here, live, a vendor. Please introduce yourself. Hi, guys. My name is Rebecca Silverman, and I am a glass blower. Okay. All right. Now, that is definitely an arts craft. What led you into that? How did you get into it? Uh, well, so in college, I worked in a, in a store that sold locally made glass, and I was just always surrounded by all these beautiful blown glass objects, and I just, it got into me, it got into my soul, and I had all these questions and all these, I don't know, desires, I guess. So, so the interest was like, okay, yeah. now I don't want to just be the person selling it. I want to figure out how yeah. to make it. Yeah. And moving into making it, what was, uh, what, what was the, the first time that you actually got in there, got to make the glass? Where did you go? Uh, who taught you to craft? But what are those details? So the first time I actually talked my way into a flame shop in Lansing a long time ago, and I just worked, basically, for time. And they would show me a few things, and I would mess around on the torch. And I remember eight hours felt like five minutes. Wow. Yeah, time flies. Okay. And then, you know, a couple years later, I got myself a job working furnace. Mm-hmm. Uh, so different, the kind of thing that they do at Greenfield Village. Mm-hmm. And now I've been doing that for over six years, full time. Okay, and now this business that you have. Yeah. You're bringing your ideas to life, and you're offering them to the people. And you kind of had an inside track, as you already kind of knew what some people liked. But your business, how did you get into that? Well, I guess I I am not that good at business. I'm going to be honest with you. I like to make glass. Okay. But glass is really, really expensive to make. Mm -hmm. So if I want to keep making glass, I have to sell.